What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Uh Uh-Oh! Podcast with Nick and Marty. How you guys doing today? Well, if you uh, are talking to me because, I mean... (laughs) I said you guys. Yeah, but... Oh, they can't talk back. Exactly, man. Forgot. So, I am doing great. How are you doing? Mm. I'm I'm good, man. Pretty good. Can't you know, complain. You know. I mean, I, I just saw you a couple of hours ago because today we're uh, filming a skit. And yes. Yeah, just saw you a couple hours ago. So we're basically going to fucking talk about the same shit that we already talked about today. But now we get to make it a little bit more fabricated. But people don't know that, right? No, they don't. Oh, They're fuck. clueless on what's going on. It's okay, though. We're here to entertain. We're here to teach. We're here to just brag, I guess. I don't know what we're here for, honestly. Why Why does the Uh-Oh! podcast exist to you? That's a good question. Uh, to be honest with you, I think I had a different direction than you did when we first started this thing. True. And honestly, I feel like I'm more conformed to your idea as opposed to you conforming to mine. <laughs> but... How did they differ? Because I was looking at this in the beginning of more of like a structured thing where we would bring in random people, not all the time, but a lot of episodes we would bring in random people that were experts in certain parts of life that we don't really know about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I remember you saying that. Yeah. Which I mean, I I still think we should do. I I think it's an interesting thing. It's just something that we need to relate to. You know what I mean? Like I would love to have somebody... That did uh, Tour de France, which is biking and cycling. And I've honestly started getting more into cycling. So I'd I'd love to hear their story. I'm sure you. I wouldn't I'm even sh- know what to say. I'm sure <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't know what to ask. Well, yeah, but I mean, at that point, that's where you got to do your due diligence as not the interviewer, but the host of the podcast, the co-host, and and right. find out about that world. Just like if you were to say, like, "Yo, I know how much you fucking love Alaska," and goddamn salmon so you'd be like yo i'm a fucking bring a salmon expert that lived out in alaska for the last 20 years in the wild i'm be like fuck yeah that's dope let's bring him in and i'm gonna ask him some crazy shit i want to hear his stories you know what i mean right but um yeah that would be cool we should probably plan to do like to do that someday ah fuck you now because i'm saying this shit on the podcast now it sounds great to you no but for real i didn't like the idea at first but i do see what you're actually saying now and i feel like that's actually a cool idea to like just talk to someone that's an expert at something and i'm sure we can make it entertaining somehow but i did want to make the podcast more about us and just talk about our journey and our goals and our ventures to like this thing we call life and that's why I thought it would be interesting because it's unique. It's There's no one else out there that's us, you know? So that's why I found that to be more interesting than us trying to find out someone else, someone else's life. Yeah. And honestly, I'm glad we took this journey because it's made us better speakers. Even though we still suck, we're way better than we were a year or a year and a half ago when we started this. So we've yeah, gotten to the level like terrible yeah i mean me too i still feel like i'm terrible as well but we've only gotten better in this past year and a half i'm sure if we listen back to a podcast our first podcast we're going to be like oh my goodness actually that's not true because you would cut out a whole bunch of the audio yeah so you would edit I would everything edit the fuck out of it exactly to make it sound at least comprehensible because exactly it was horrible but regardless <laughs> the way it started it still sounded bad and you edited it, so I could only imagine what it would sound like if you didn't. Hey do man, all these it didn't sound that bad. Uh, I mean, that's because you edited again. <laughs> but regardless, I, I'm glad we went that journey and that route because now it's got us to this point where I would feel more comfortable in bringing somebody to the podcast and speaking to him. Somebody that's not necessarily our friend, but somebody that's more of an expert in a certain field or whatever the case may be, you know? Plus, it kind of takes off the pressure, like, to speak as much since the person or the guest is speaking most of the time. Right. Because whenever we had a feature, like, whenever we had someone else on a podcast, we would just be asking that person questions and they would just kind of talk about whatever you know yeah no yeah so but i kind of like that too yeah yeah no i i 100 percent agree i like yeah 
I mean, at the end of the day, it forces us to learn how to keep up a conversation and how to be more entertaining in general because it's just yeah. you and a mic and your friend talking what's up. But also it gives kind of more of an authentic, true version of yourself because people yeah. see our content and they form us out to be a specific type of person. You know what I mean? So right. with that being said... This gives us more of a transparency and, and people are able to see who we truly are and what our, where our ideas and values lie. Right. Including our flaws, honestly. Yeah, for sure. Like, for sure. What's being more exposed than this? Because we barely like do any editing with this. We, we can't. Don't. Yeah, we don't. <laughs> We that could if would, we wanted to, look, but yeah, but it would look just like a bunch of jump cuts, you know. Yeah, it wouldn't, it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be authentic. Look authentic, yeah, for sure. And and that's where we approach more of like the Rogan, uh, Joe Rogan style. Yeah, to not you know manipulate the content as much. Right. Even but though at it's the same, it's kind of scary because somebody else could take this content and these sound bites, just like I've oh, seen yeah. of Joe Rogan, and Fuck literally yeah. create whatever they wanted. Hey man, it's gonna happen sooner or later. Yeah, I for think sure. so. They're gonna make me sound so what super it, racist. So what is gonna, gonna stop sound... that? It's not like how, it's but, technology. I mean, I mean, not not like stop that, but what is gonna combat that in the sense of how do you prove that you didn't say those things at that point? Do you have to take like a lie detection test? I don't know because they could even fake videos. And right, that's a right. Problem. They can. That's what I'm saying. Do you have to take like a lie detection test and then a mm. polygram? I don't think that's. I don't even think that's like all the way accurate either, because someone could be really good at lying. Yeah, and somebody could. That test. But you you have to either be trained or just a fucking psychopath to to do that. So St- yeah, still it's possible. It's possible. We need to have yeah. a more accurate system where we can detect, you know, uh, true information. But at that point, still though, like. How much does that invade your personal privacy and everything? You know, like you you don't believe me. It has to get to the point where I have to either take a lie detection test or whatever form of test that tells you that I'm not lying to you. <laughs> does that not like defeat the purpose of trust? Yeah, but since when do we trust each other or others? I mean, I guess, but you trust somebody. And somebody, yeah. it doesn't matter how evil or bad a person is, there's somebody out there that trusts that person, if you think about it. Yeah. You know? That's true. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Some hard questions to answer, Nicholas. Yeah, man. I don't know. Now we're fucking, we're, we're deep in this. Now we're thinking and overthinking. What, <laughs> what about, like, overthinking issues? Like, what do you do to deal with overthinking issues? Dude, I have to stay busy with something. If I am not, if I'm idle, bored, and just stagnant, not doing anything, my mind will go places. And most of the time, those places will be negative. All right, you fucking serial killer. No, I'm not saying like like that. What the fuck? I'm saying like it's just thinking about my life and the flaws, you know, the depressing parts of it instead of focusing on the good parts or just focusing on what I could do to switch my situation. Right. Come on, Nick. Hey, man. <laughs> just, just checking. <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> Exercise? Yeah, that's definitely one, one of the things. I honestly don't think like I overthink things. Unless the the thing is, yeah, you kind of don't. I I kind of envy that about you. But the thing is, is like I don't overthink things unless we're talking about we we kind of live a, a different life where we don't have a nine to five, so we just have projects, you know. And when I have a big project with a lot at stake, that's when it's not necessarily that I overthink things, but I'm just mm-hmm. like. I guess in a way it's overthinking, but it's not overthinking to me. It's kind of like I'm locked in. I'm focused. Like, what do I got? What am I missing? And I'm there's so many shit that I got, so many things that I have to take care of that I don't necessarily have a choice but to stay locked in. And also the fact that me and you, it's not like we just 
when we have clients, we don't just work with clients. We got to work our own personal stuff and not only just our own personal stuff, but you know, you're always trying to help me. I'm always trying to help you. You got your girl to help. I got other people that I help so on and so forth. So you're always juggling these things around. So I don't know. I, I feel like it's yeah, not but that, that it, sounds it's, that sounds like you're pretty busy though and and that's what makes you not overthink I feel it's uh, when you're not doing anything that you start overthinking so you're you're so you're you're when I said overthink I just meant overthinking in because you could overthink somebody in a in a positive aspect like like I just said when uh when I have a big shoe coming up that anxiety kind of forces me to overthink because I can't, my brain can't shut down. I'm kind of wired like in. Like you start thinking about like what could go wrong so you can. Not necessarily, not, necess- not necessarily. Problem. I mean, sure. I think about what could go wrong as well, but it's not just about the negatives. It's almost like a preparation. Like, okay. I mean, if you think about it, it could be you just avoiding negatives because I'm thinking about the equipment. I'm thinking about the crew. I'm thinking about the talent. I'm thinking about the location, you know, making sure everything's assembled, everything's in order, everything's in in place so that Mm -hmm. nothing could go wrong. So I guess what you're saying makes sense, but I just don't think of it in like a negative aspect. I just think of like, okay, this is my to-do list that I got to get it done, you know? Right. So let's go back to the to the points of your life where you kind of had no money. So like you had to like, you know, you're living home with your mom and like, what are you thinking? Like, how like are you not overthinking like when you're just home and you're kind of broke and you don't know what to do with your life in that moment instead of like right now, like you being busy with projects and stuff? I mean, I never kind of, I mean, I'm I'm sure I've had a moment where, you know, life sucked and I've broken down, but I can't recall that moment as of right now. But for the most part, because I grew up playing basketball, uh-huh. I think that was kind of my escape. And then I transitioned that into the gym and working out. Right. And working out and then running as well. I started running on a regular basis. And I feel like those things kind of, I don't know. There's so you, always you moments turn in to my exercise day. pretty much to kind of get over that hump. I mean, that's one of the things. I feel like another thing nowadays that de-stresses me. Um, I mean, she could stress me at times, but <laughs> my dog, my dog is mm-hmm. a very big stress reliever. You know, just seeing her makes me happy. And playing with her and stuff like that. She could be annoying and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, I enjoy the responsibility. It's almost like a a father thing. Like, I honestly would love to be a father if I had, if I was accomplished in my sense of accomplishment. You know what I mean? Like, if I was already um, three to five featured films deep and stuff like that. I'd love to be a father at this point in my life and being able to really compensate for that, you know, having my own house and uh, um wait, so what if you won the lottery tomorrow like 500 million dollars? I I wouldn't have a kid immediately. You I would, wouldn't? No, definitely not. Okay, I was just testing it to see if it was like a finance No, thing it's, it's not it it's actually... not money. Money is a part of it, but it's the mentality that comes with earning that level of income, you know? Yeah. I feel like that that that's what it is. And being able to manage that, you know? Right. But yeah. If you had one day left to live, what would you do? Uh I would take out a lot a large loan from the bank to <laughs> start off with. <laughs> For Damn, my so business, you would, you would leave this earth with debt for Fuck your family. Fuck yeah, <laughs> that's fucked up. For my family to pay, yeah. Do they have I mean, to pay? They're gonna be, don't they? I don't know. I think you can get around that shit. You think so? I think so. Huh? I maybe if you had so. kids, it would go to them. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know how that works. But see, my um. <laughs> My I guess financial illiterate self would take out a large loan. 
What would you do with the I mean, money? either and that. How much would the either, loan be? Either that, or I, because it's not like I could just sell all my shit one day and make a good amount of money and just do whatever the fuck I wanted, you know. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck it. I, well, yeah, that that's what I'll do. I'll just take out a large fucking loan, and then if this debt stayed for my mother per se, she could just sell my shit and make the money back twice as much. Right. So. Ooh. I mean, I, I wouldn't spend that much money. I I only have one day. I'm not trying to stay in a plane and travel, you know. Right. I'm going to do something around L.A. Like, I'll probably get a jet and go somewhere around these places. And then... <laughs> I wouldn't travel. I would get a jet. What? Well, I'm, I, well, I'm saying, like, get a jet to go around um, L.A. To maybe. go to Vegas? Nah, fuck Vegas. Go where? Vegas. Where are you going to go? Maybe the fucking go to a beach and then go to Mexico. You could just drive to a beach. We don't live that far. I guess, man. But fuck it. I never took a jet. So I'm going to fucking take a jet. <laughs> fuck it. Take a helicopter. That's yeah, faster. Yeah, cool. I'll take a helicopter. Whatever. Whatever. See, I should be your advisor when you do have one more day left to live. So. When I have a day left to live, I'm going to call you and be like, yo, Marty. Yes. I, I got exactly what to do. Exactly. I got an X amount in the bank. Uh, what do I do? Yeah. But, I mean, so, besides uh, going to the beach, I would definitely go to the beach. I'll just I'll have a fucking blast, bro. I'll buy myself a shitload of... Um, I'll get all my friends that live around this area, and we'll all go to the beach. I'll fucking rent a dope-ass Airbnb, and we'll throw a lit-ass party until I die. Wow. Yeah. Damn. That sounds fun. That sounds like a good shebang. Like, I'm going out with a bang. You think it would be a lot of people there? Um, Especially right now with the pandemic? Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, man. I, honestly, I wouldn't even tell them that, that I'm going to die. How do you even fucking tell somebody, like, yo, I'm going to die tomorrow? I'm going to throw this well, party Well, that's though. a good reason for them to come. Is it or is it say. a good reason to not come? Because I'm be like, you probably got COVID if you're gonna die tomorrow. No, 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 no. <laughs> I would, I would say like, no, I, I fucking made this bet. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, just, they would never believe. Yeah, because they would, they would definitely want to know the reason of why you're dying. That's sure. what I'm saying. It's like, uh, what? Yeah. So I don't think that many people would come because of the pandemic. Plus, they're go, they'll be skeptical on what like that's what I'm. That's why. That's why. If like if it was a planned thing, like the doctor was like, okay, you have a week to live. Then I'll probably plan a party for next week. You know what I mean? Like a day <laughs> before I die. And yeah, but you got a day, bro. What would you do? Still get an Airbnb? Yeah, and a party. I'll, I'll still get. That- I'll, yeah, exactly. What the fuck? I'm gonna spend this shit by myself. I feel like the best thing about life is sharing that moment with somebody else yeah. sucks when you're alone i'd probably want to like rent out a, a yacht or something that just to be lit. on the water yeah that sounds lit but yeah fuck it rent out the airbnb with a yacht yeah fucking have a bunch of liquor bunch of weed yeah a bunch of anybody who wants to come come nah i wouldn't do that no nah why not just document the whole thing <sighs> film it my last moments i probably would end up doing that honestly it's like well what's the repercussion you're gonna die anyways and then you don't die there's a movie like that that the guy did everything spent mad money and then he didn't die and found out that he wasn't going to die that sounds familiar yeah that was definitely a plot to is it a nick it's a what that's definitely a plot to a movie is it a nicholas cage movie it sounds like one it sounds like a Nicolas Cage movie. I've never heard. You know what's a Nicolas Cage movie that I really like? Uh, what? It's one called Next. I don't know if you ever saw it. Next, I don't know. Where he sees two minutes ahead of the future, two minutes ahead into the future. I think I might have watched that, but I don't. That sounds Bro, super that's familiar. Literally, that's Is it literally one when of did my it best, come out? Like one of my favorite movies. When did it come out? Uh damn, I don't know. In the two thousands, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, we're but, in the fucking 2000s now. Well, like early 2000s. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like the whole plot is that he saw it two minutes ahead of the future. So he can actually like gamble. Like he would know what the cards would be, you know, if you went to Vegas and shit. Right. And like win a lot of money that way. Right. And also like if somebody was coming after him, he would be able to like leave the house in time. Because he would know that they're coming. And then he would play out different scenarios 
uh, a bunch of times in his head and know exactly every single conclusion to a, a problem or to a situation. It's very interesting. That is super interesting. interesting. One of my favorite Nicolas Cage movies is War Dogs, Lord of War, oh, right. Lord of War. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, Pretty I love good. that movie. Damn, I haven't seen that in a minute. That was a great movie. He yeah. killed that. What's that other racing movie he was in? Racy? Six racing. Like sixty seconds or something like that. Gone in sixty seconds. Yeah, that was Gone a good movie. Seconds, that was yeah. a good movie. Actually, with uh, Angelina Jolie, right? Was it? I forgot. Honestly, that movie I think it was. that movie honestly runs a blur. The only thing that I really remember was the bridge scene. What bridge? Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. But yeah. that movie honestly is a blur. Man, honest, my memory's so bad nowadays, bro. I don't know what the fuck it is. I if something, oh, if like I don't watch you don't something, don't know what it is. <laughs> I mean, come on, Nicholas. I mean. I guess. I guess it's the weed. <laughs> I guess it's the weed. Oh man! But bro, you guess. I, but I, you you don't think it has shrunk a, a shit ton since you started, or since you became active? Nah, yeah, I I definitely think it's the weed. But even besides the weed, I don't feel like I'd have the best memory, which is which the weed even makes it worse. You know what I mean? Right. I I feel like kind of the same. My memory is fucking terrible. Yeah. Naturally. Yeah, I feel like you you're way worse than me. Honestly. Yeah. Well, actually, it yeah. depends. It just depends with what it is. You're just right. bad with physical things. I'm bad with movie scenes and shit like that. Unless I wa- or, or names. I'm fucking terrible with names and people. Yeah. You know these actors and all these yeah. other people. I'm like, show me their face. I'll know them right. by their face. No, even when you do see their face, you don't recognize them. Because I yeah. remember when yeah, you first of- moved to L.A., we used to hang around like north hollywood hollywood area and i'll be like yo that's that one dude who does this this and that yeah you're like right. you would even follow the person but you wouldn't recognize them in front of you in front of you if your life depended on it you're right you're right 100 yeah. percent. that's actually that's something that i've always been bro that happens a lot in my <laughs> life now that i think about it even in person like you just yeah. said even with yeah. like my friends bro there's a lot of times where i'm walking bro. but i'm just in my own zone so if I don't see, there's a lot of times where I could be walking in the same direction or in the same vicinity as one person right? that knows me, but I won't see them. Damn, bro. That's so crazy because when it comes to that, I'm the exact opposite. You Everybody are. Everybody I run across or even when I'm in the car driving by, I look at the person's face. Yeah, you, you're, oh my God, you're kind of, it's kind of weird that you do that because I remember multiple times where I'm driving <laughs> And there will be somebody yeah. behind a tinted ass window. You're like, oh, that's so and so, or oh, that's David Dobrik, or oh no, that's so and so. I'm like, what the fuck? How do you know? <laughs> How do you know? And then you'll be like, oh no, look. And then look, it's the same car or some shit. I'm like, wow, fucking creepy. Well, it's not the fact that it's creepy. I just pay attention to everybody I go across or encounter, or at least get nearby i i just look at people's faces and if i recognize the face i'm gonna point it out right no i mean yeah that, that's a good you quality. just don't pay attention to faces yeah, you're just yeah. like thinking about your own shit yeah which is understandable i get it but <laughs> when it comes to people i just like looking at people's faces it's exactly what it is with me and you bro i'm thinking yeah. about my own shit and you thinking about everybody else that's why you lose your shit all the time that's why i don't remember anybody that's true Cause I do tend to forget material things a lot. Yeah, bro. I just bought this little fucking wireless. I t- I even told you about it. I I bought this little wireless mic that I absolutely fucking love, bro. I was like heads over heels for it, and I lost it after going to a a, a shoot, and I'm like, what the fuck? Where is it? I don't remember losing that shit. But that's because I think my mind was somewhere else, you know? I was just paying attention to what the fuck was going on around me instead of worrying about what I had with me. Yep, that's funny. And that does tend to happen pretty often. I know this shit hurt you, like, in the fucking heart. 
Because you've told me this probably like 10 times already. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I fucking love this little microphone that I had. And I know I this shit hurt you. Lost it. And how much times you were bragging about that shit when you got it. You were like, bro, oh, I fucking love this shit. Bro. I recommended it to everybody <laughs> that I fucking know, dude. I was oh, like, you guys God. have to buy this little fucking lavalier mic or this little wireless. It's called the Rode. <laughs> Let me just plug them in real quick because they're real. amazing. It's the Rode Wireless Go. It's like two little squares like this and they're like wireless and they can fit anywhere pretty much and i was in love with it i I fucking loved using it because it was so convenient and i fucking lost the transmitter and you found out the hard way that you can't just replace the receiver and transmitter you have oh actually i could i actually emailed broad and they told me that they can sell me just a transmitter really but i guess it's a uh, like a special order you know, right. because they don't actually have it available on their website. And so is it I, half the price? Yes. So uh, now you now you're you're fucking happy as hell now. Hell the fuck yeah! Because I thought I had to happy. buy the whole system again: the wireless and receiver, or now, the transmitter and receiver. Are you gonna get one for your girl too, bro? So she can can step up her YouTube game, or is she just using yours? For now, she's using mine. Uh. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I do have a pretty good setup, dude. I fucking nah. love my camera. No, nah, yeah, I love it too. I don't bro. mind it at all. You have a great setup. I I love honestly. All of us have great setups. Even Larry, even though his out of all of our setups, Larry's Larry's is a great setup. It's just fucking heavy. He has the heaviest setup. That's the issue yeah. with me. True. I I try to convince him to switch to mirrorless, bro, because that's the new wave now. Yeah. Yeah. And he's a Canon guy, so I'm sure he's gonna. He would love the R5 or the R6, you know. Yeah, honestly, I'm thinking about that C70, bro. That is a beast. Oof. The Canon C70. Yeah, that's a beast, that's a dream man. setup right Look, there. Man, I'm excited. I don't Look, think I would vlog with it, but I would definitely I like Same. shoot some fucking shorts with it for sure exactly you could get some amazing footage on that and look at us nerding out right now this is getting a little know, bit technical right? but today some i people also are like oh god Ugh. well fuck it man some people are like tell us more about your equipment well fucking yeah, today I, I just got a brand new light the aperture uh nova pc some shit like that i don't know 300 <laughs> pc i don't even know the name of it but it's basically it it Kind of like the aperture version of the RE Sky Panel, which if you're a filmmaker and you know the RE line, which are makes amazing lights that they use in actual film studios, and the Sky yeah. Panel is like industry standard, this new aperture is amazing. And apparently they just signed a deal with HBO. They're going to start producing this one massive show. And I think yeah. aperture is really going to fuck up this industry you almost love like, that brand, don't you? I love it, bro. It's you almost have, like, like everything from Aperture. I do. It's almost like Sony disrupted um, the the film industry or the DSLR industry. Because if it wasn't for Sony, bro, we Canon would take so many years to upgrade their cameras, and when they would upgrade it, it would just be a little bit better. But a wasn't it Canon that here. came out with a first DSLR that can record video? Yes, it was. But I'm saying they they kept it stagnant and right. They just they're, they're a little slower to to upgrade things. Exactly, and they want to make as much money as they possibly can. So yeah. they kind of kept it slow and saw people were buying it until the what really changed the game was was the Sony mirrorless cameras, mirrorless DSLRs. That's what kind of yeah. made everything blast forward and the technology advanced super quickly to the point where Canon saw, hey. We're losing a lot of these people. A lot of these Canon heads are transitioning over to Sony, including myself. I used to have Canons, and I love Canons. To this day, I love Canons. I think Canons are amazing, but the if I just have one camera for everything, it's going to yeah. be a Sony. The reason being is because of the low-light capabilities. I can right, literally right. do everything with it, you know? Yeah, it's funny that you say that because uh, I shot a wedding last month in Houston, and I was just shooting with the Canons, and in, including the R5 and R6, which are like the newest mirrorless cameras. And it, it there's no comparison between a Canon and a Sony when it comes to low light because no. there's like certain scenes or certain situations in a wedding where there's like super dim lights and there's not that much light at all. Yeah. And 
you know, the Sony could boost up the fucking ISO all the way and yeah. the Canon is starts looking noisy. So it's like a big difference when it comes to, you know, uh, low light situations. Oh, yeah. But other than that, though, the functionality, the color science and also just like, you know, the, the quality when it's well lit. I don't think anything beats it. No, I, Maybe I, I, in I Alexa agree. or something, you know, or a red. But I agree when it that comes to this type of world. I agree Kenan's, with that. Canon's got the ball on it. The color science of Canon is uncomparable to any other uh, competitor in the market. Yeah. To be to be quite honest with you, I mean, unless you're you're getting into the reds and shit like that, but right. I'm, I'm talking about you know from Lumix to Sony's, those type of cameras. Yeah. Hey, what was the last piece of constructive criticism you received, and how'd you react to it? Hmm. Okay, I actually got a great story. Um, it's not necessarily a great story, but I just—I guess I just fucking remembered it. You love raising <laughs> the bar, don't you? I do. I just fucking remembered it. Well, so I always—I'm always in search of working with new people that are talented and are just great at what they do i love collabing with them you don't have to have a lot of followers you don't have to have more followers than me if you're just good at what you do i appreciate your art and your effort because i know i was at that level one uh one day and i shit i only still on instagram only got fucking 30k so i'm a nobody um but um there was this uh this girl that i saw on this other instagrammers page and when i saw the skit i was like damn she's dope like she's a dope ass actress and so i hit her up and i was like yo like um let's film something um i always have some ideas and i'd love to have you in one of one of my skits and she was like yeah hell yeah i'm i'm down um send me your idea so i was like all right cool i sent her the idea and this is the first time this ever happened i get this has happened before but usually if somebody doesn't like my idea like a girl per se, and I know exactly why this happened before. Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember? This is a little side story, real quick. I did this one skit where um, I was sleeping. I wake up and a girl in lingerie just starts calling my name, starts giving me head, and then starts barking. And I end up waking it up, and it's my dog giving me head. <laughs> yeah. So getting a girl for that video was hard because it's like you know what girl's willing to do that? Very provocative very provocative but you know what a lot of these girls don't understand that the way that we filmed it is to make the girl as comfortable as possible like the scene that the girl was quote-unquote giving me head she was far away from me you know what i mean it just made it seem that she was closer to me right but uh regardless so explaining that to a girl and trying to get her involved was very difficult so majority of the time what would happen in that particular skit is i'll tell a girl the idea send them a script and they wouldn't respond i went through like three or four girls until i <laughs> until i eventually you i probably found look one. like a fucking creep i look like to get these girls in bed i probably did because i mean <laughs> I, I, that's another thing there's a lot of influencers that tarnished this influencer name where People just want to fuck all these L.A. girls and shit like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I get it. I know exactly who you're talking about. So it's not just one person. There's a lot of people. Right. No, no, no. Yeah. But um, a whole house. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But um, it's like because of that, those girls been through that experience. So they're probably like, oh, he's probably trying to do the same shit with these sexual ass skits. Not. Knowing that I really, uh, you know, I don't care to have sex with these girls. I just want to make some fire ass fucking content, which the video came out dope and it did fairly well with, with the girl that we did uh, do it with. Shout out to Jamie. Yeah. Um, so back to <laughs> what I was saying, that was the B story. So back to the A story in hitting up girls and uh, what you're saying is the constructive criticism. So I hit up this girl, send her a script which wasn't anything perverted or anything like that, but she just hit me back and she was like, oh, I don't like the script. Let's do something else. And I was like, oh, fuck. I've never got that before. I've never got that. The thing is, is kind of, I guess my ego got tickled for sure. 
off the rip. <laughs> the the reason being though is because she didn't give me like oh she didn't give me a reason exactly she was right. just like i didn't like it let's do something else so to me yeah. and you know i like what don't you like about it but i didn't even want to get to that i was like you know what i've never had this so i didn't know how to react i was like damn like i've never had a girl challenge me on my script you know what i mean it's not like mm-hmm. i could just do the script with somebody else which <coughs> which i can corona thank you which I can't weed, um, which I can, but um, it, it was just, I guess, the way that she said it, where it was like, oh, I don't like it. Let's do something else. But the fact yeah. that she said that she wants to do something else meant to me that she was like, OK, it's she, not you. It's your script, <laughs> I guess, I guess. <laughs> so I got tickled, but I was like, all right, let me send her another script. So I sent her another script and she did the same thing. Get the fuck out. She did the same thing. And I was like, oh, fuck. So that's when I was like, okay. So you write the script. Let's see what you got. You know what I mean? Like, what, what's your idea? <laughs> I'm going to deny that shit when I fucking receive <laughs> yeah. it. I mean, the first, my first instinct was for sure. Like, you want to be like, okay. It's almost like, a, oh, so my shit's not good enough. So let's see what the fuck you got. Yeah. But at the end of the day, everybody has different opinions and different visions per se sometimes. I I feel like I can struggle with writing down my idea compared to what my actual vision is. You know what I mean? Yeah. But regardless, she kind of gave me that same energy. Where it was like, I don't like it. What else you got? And then I was like, um, okay, what do you got? Since you want to do this, you still want to do this. What do you got? What's your idea? Let's flip the table on her. Yeah. Huh? So then uh, she came up with something which... I guess that you I, didn't like. I I didn't I didn't accept it, but I didn't accept it in a a way nicer way that she didn't accept mine. You know what I mean? I almost Did made you it give an explanation why you didn't ex- like it. Exactly. Well, I I the the idea that she gave to me, I was like, it's gonna take too much work to do all that. You know what I mean? So I want to simplify it. So I I guess I did give her a reason for it. Wow, Nick, simplifying. Never heard that. Hey, like man. A oxymoron to me. Hey, man. I'm getting better. Okay. <laughs> so, um, I ended up writing another script and she loved it and she was like, all right, let's do it. But then she ended up, something happened and long story short, we couldn't shoot it and we ended up shooting, I ended up meeting her in Miami and we came up with a whole new script that was even better and I think it's great. So... She challenged me, and at the end of the day, I wouldn't have gotten to the point that of creating the script and coming up with that idea if it wasn't for her challenging me. You know, so right. I appreciated that. And then when when we actually met on set, because we had never met before, and that's always the thing. When you actually meet the person, it's a totally different vibe. You actually get yeah. to see how this person is. Because, like I said, a lot of these girls, especially if you're a good-looking girl, you're right. thinking, like, this dude wants to fuck. And I don't blame you because I'm sure a lot of dudes act that way. So I don't blame you for 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 acting that way. But then once you actually get to meet the person and they see what type of energy you bring and that you're actually really here to be serious and about your work, this is the thing that I always get whenever I'm working with a, a new person, especially a new female. They're like, damn, you really got like all like your shit like you got a whole bunch of professional stuff because they're used to working with people that just pull out their iPhone or whatever the case right. may be. For sure, you know what I mean. So when yeah, they, it's a it's a total different impression. Totally different impression in person, for sure. Exactly. So they're kind of coming in with an expectation of, oh, he's gonna fucking shoot with his iPhone, but he makes the right. shit looks crispy. But yeah. in reality, they come in and they see that no, there's like a camera operator. Uh, maybe a lot of times, or, or at least there's gonna be one extra person filming it and doing sound and all this other stuff. We have wireless lobs and all this extra shit. So it's a whole different thing when, when they actually get to shoot with you. So yeah, after shooting with them, uh, continuing that relationship and working on newer projects becomes easier and easier, you know? Right. Yeah, but that's crazy. I've I've never had that happen before. Me Which neither. I would actually like. I'm not not to brag or anything, but I would just like actually like 
for that to happen just be just like it did for you no, bro you know, and like and, make you learn something and from it. to be honest with you like i said i'm glad it happened and i respect yeah. the shit out of this girl and i think she is an amazing amazing actress and dope. she knows that shit you know what i mean she knows she's a yeah. fucking dope ass actress and she helped me she fucking like when we were filming, she was like directing me on my acting on like certain things like, hey, this. But when she was doing it, see, because this is this is what it goes back to. She was actually explaining to me the reasons why you do this and why you don't do that and things like that in acting. She didn't do that necessarily with the script, you know, because it's all it also it, things could be interpreted differently when you're texting somebody. You know, I could yeah. read it like I didn't like that or, or she could re- have written it like, oh, I didn't like that. And I could have read it like, oh, I didn't like that. And in my head, I'm like, the fuck? You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like that one key in, uh, what is it? Key and P? Key and Peel? Key and Peel. Yeah, that one one sketch where uh, they're like reading it out loud what, what the other person is texting them. But like they're misinterpreting it the whole fucking time. Uh, I don't think I've watched that one, but that sounds really good. I gotta oh, watch man. that. It's, it's like exactly like that. It's I, like they're just like nonchalant texting the other guy, and the other guy is receiving it as if it was like aggressive. Right. But that, yeah, that's pretty much what happens in in texting. It's like things get like that's why I can't even argue in text, bro, because the person might take it the wrong way. Yeah. And that just fucking takes it. Like, it grows even more, you know, the problem, instead Yo, of trying to solve it. I'll never forget a story. See, I forget who told me. I forgot if it was you or if it was Larry. I think it was Larry, but I think Larry told me, but you did it. Um, There's this person that we used to work with, and I don't know if it was you or him that texted in all caps, and they responded like, are you yelling at me through text? I don't remember that. So then that was Larry. Probably. Yeah. yeah. He he said that he accidentally texted somebody in all caps. And then the person <laughs> responded, was like, are you yelling at me through text? And it was like a, a, a client type person. Right. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. It's funny because like, because even with Larry, people misinterpret it. Like people misunderstand him in, in person as well. Well, yeah, that's because sometimes we, people we like know Larry. Look at that's it. why we understand him, right? Because Larry could be a, a very passionate person, and I feel like I could, yeah. be, I could get to that point as well, where I get very passionate right. about something. Yeah, and I feel like I, I have a little sprinkle of that as well. No, nah, you're a passive I, little bitch. You you don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I have seen someone get like offended, deeply offended, uh, offended by Larry, and he like absolutely didn't mean. No harm, you know. <laughs> Multiple times. Multiple times, and I'm like, "Damn, bro, I, I guess it's just the way you said it made it seem like <laughs> like people you didn't cut care. relationships with him yes. <laughs> over stuff like that." Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, yeah we dude. gotta get him on, bro, so he could explain some of these situations. Because, bro, it was so funny just to witness this, bro. Yeah, I mean, at the time, it was all obviously like frustrating and right. You know, but like what the fuck is happening is like exactly yeah i'm sure that person regrets it years later though oh yeah that's for sure that's what it is man but um let me ask you this i mean you're not really that interested in like fighting and shit like that so uh, you're not really gonna watch this conor mcgregor fight coming up this weekend right Oh, I thought you were talking about like me fighting. I was like, nah. only if I drink Bud Light or something. Yeah. Look, at least you know that. At least you know that. So, that's a little side thing for the audience. This man gets super angry when he drinks Bud Light. So <laughs> I, I don't know, know what, what it is. is about Bud yeah, Light. I don't know what it is either. He tried to fight that us multiple me. times. I guess but I never. I don't know if I. I don't know if I still get like that. That was like a while back. I don't want to test it to be honest with you, but I mean I don't know if I ever said this on um, video, but I know I've said this on audio before. So I guess we'll we'll retell the story for video. But um, this was back. Shit, I wasn't even. We weren't even twenty. I wasn't even twenty-one yet, and we we're in Florida, underage drinking, having a party of our time or a party of our lives. And I remember we went to this party in um, Hollywood, Florida. And when we left, Marty was blasted off Bud Light. 
and we were walking down that, the hallway. That, just, that doesn't even sound right. What? Like, how could you be blasted off of Bud Light? You drink a lot, it's bro. It's so light. Yeah, but you drink a lot. Still, yeah. it doesn't matter how light it is. If you drink, like, eight of those bitches, especially if yeah. you don't eat. I don't know what the fuck you didn't do at the time, but you were skinny as hell back then. Right. Oh, my God. Exactly. So, it didn't take that much to get you fucked up. That's why. Yeah. But, um... I don't know what it was that you got angry, but we were literally walking down the hallway and you just looked at our friend Larry and you were like, hey, Larry, fuck you. You think you're the <laughs> shit, don't you? And Larry, like me and Larry were like looking at each other like, ah, like, okay, Marty, like, when are you going to laugh? Like, uh, you're funny. Like, you know, we're just fucking being dicks to each other. Ha ha. And you didn't, you didn't laugh. You just kept going like, you fucking piece of shit. I'll fuck you up right now. I'll fuck you up right now. And then Larry kind of saw that you were being serious and that you were really intoxicated. Oh, fuck. Bro, it was just funny, bro. Because you wanted to fight him, but you didn't at the same time. It was weird. It was weird. Yeah. And then a couple of months later, you drink a shitload of Bud Light again and you get fucked up. And this time it's me and three other people. And you start coming at... Uh, one of our friends, Brian, and right. you start talking shit to him, and then I intervene because you were saying some dumb shit for no reason, and then you started like talking shit to me, <laughs> and then uh, you started talking shit to Cliff too, and oh, then man. that's when we were like, Marty, shut the fuck up, or all, or else we're all gonna beat the shit out of you. I know, <laughs> and that's when you kept quiet, and you were like, fuck you guys. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't. Maybe I was going through some shit, and that was like a good excuse to lash out on you guys. You know, <laughs> I don't know. I honestly don't remember like why I did that. Yeah, I don't know either, yeah. man. But uh, I don't ever condone you drinking Bud Light. Yeah. Now my tolerance is so high up that. Yeah, cause you like, fucking got fat, bitch. Whoa. Calm down, Nick. Yeah, we fat shame in this fucking podcast. Do some goddamn exercise. Huh? You really think I got fat? You got chunky, man. Damn, dude. You didn't get you didn't get you're not fat, but if you don't you're in that fine line, man. In that <laughs> fine line. But Our hey friend Dro is constantly mentioning how fat I got. Nah, you gain you definitely gained weight. You didn't get fat, but you gained weight. Right. No, for sure. But I'm I am glad that you did say at the beginning of this year that you're cutting off sugar, which is a big thing. Since you already don't exercise, just by cutting off sugar is a huge thing. Yeah. Did I mention that in the podcast? I don't think you did. Not right. No. Yeah, I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to cut down sugar this year. See what. See what That's happens. Good. That's good. It, it's yeah. funny because you haven't had too much sugar, and this past weekend it was your girl's oh, birthday. Man. And so I kind of got pressured too, though. I I I pressured you. I was yeah, like, you definitely did. I Thanks, was like, man. wow, you're not gonna eat a birthday cake for your girl's birthday when she's giving you the first slice. Wow, that's fucked up. And then you just kept looking at me with this awkward ass laugh. But in the inside, I saw what was going on in your eyes. You're like, I fucking hate you. Shut the fuck up. But I can't say anything <laughs> because my girlfriend's right there next to him. So she's just looking at me, waiting for me to fucking bite this cake. <laughs> uh thanks nick thanks for that bro i i live for those moments bro i live for moments where where and it's so fucking annoying (laughs) the way you do it sometimes i'm like bro this is not the time or place to do that right now and you still fucking do it dude it's so annoying i live for those moments because those it's those moments that it's complete checkmate you have no moves that you can do. All you can do is just sit there like a fucking pawn. And then I just get to play with you. <laughs> Speaking of which, have you seen that new series with the checks or the, the, the chess? Queen's Gambit or something like that? No, on Netflix? Yeah. Mm-mm. Bro, I just started like a couple days ago. I just Good? have one more episode. It's oh, amazing. Fuck. So dope. Really? Yeah. Nah, fuck you. I'm not watching shit that that you recommend because I keep recommending you shit. What do you mean? I watch all your shit that you recommend. Oh, yeah? Bodyguard. 
Fuck you, Marty. Don't you ever tell me you watch all the shit that I recommend. This I've been recommending you I the watched, same hold shit. Hold on, let's, let's go back uh, no, no, on no, that. No, 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 let's not go back I on that. Because that's the same the shit that I've been telling you for the past year. Since quarantine, not year. Since the beginning of this fucking quarantine. Almost year. It's about to be March. I've been telling you. I've watched this shit in the beginning of quarantine. And I've been telling you. And you still haven't watched it. And you just started, you start like five different series. You always tell me like, oh, I just started this new series on fucking Apple TV. Oh, I just started this new one on Hulu. Oh, you don't fucking have Hulu. You should sign up so you could watch this new series that I'm watching. You fucking oh, dick. I should, I should get started. It's because I'm watching those series that. Yeah. I, I, yeah. And then you're going to finish Queen's Gambit fucking tonight, probably. And then you're going to yes. start a whole new series next week or tomorrow. Sorry. Bro, you should watch Your Honor on Showtime. So good. <laughs> I, I'm not watching. Uh, bro, I'm telling you. I refuse to watch anything right. that you tell me if, to watch until you no, fucking no, no. watch okay, Bodyguard. Okay, so let's make a deal. I'm going to watch Bodyguard, okay? And then once I watch that, I'm going to tell you how great it is. Uh, okay. I, I don't know. Maybe it sucks. Whatever. And then once I do that, you'll start watching the shows I recommend. I watch the shows you recommend. I just gave it a fucking pause on my subscription over here. I'm Marty's subscription because he doesn't watch shit I recommend. So I'm like, all right, fuck this guy. This guy doesn't want to watch anything I recommend. I got to watch everything he recommends. Bro, like, that's the only show that I haven't watched yet. Everything else you recommended, including documentaries, I've watched. Look, Marty, it doesn't matter because this show specifically I've been telling. I, I could think of other things. Could you? Doesn't seem like you can. One Child Nation. Yeah, I watched it. It's a documentary on the the China people uh, throwing away babies. You watched it, or you just remember me talking about it? No, I watched it. All right, all right, all right. Uh, I said China people. Oh my god! You did. You racist <laughs> fuck. <laughs> China virus. <laughs> China. <laughs> Okay, I think that is all the time we have for today's podcast. Guys, thank you so much for listening or watching this on YouTube. Uh, please subscribe and hit the like button if you enjoyed this episode. If I watch this goddamn podcast and I see a cut in that, I'm going to fucking snitch on you. What do you mean? What cut? If you cut off that part right there. That you, that no, you I'm not going to cut that. I was about to say. That in. <laughs> Guys, uh... If you uh, listen to this on Spotify, hit that follow button and follow us on Instagram at Omarty and at Nick. Yeah, I think uh, I think that's it. Maybe if you want to buy some merch, we have some O merch available at the O merch store, which is O merch dot com. And uh, anything else, Nick? Thanks for watching. We love you guys. Thanks for sticking around and following us on this journey. To nowhere, right, guys. To nowhere? What do you mean? I'm fucking going staying somewhere. right here. Nah, I'm fucking staying stagnant. Nah, dude. <laughs> Come on, man. We gotta go. We gotta move. I guess so. Alright, see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.